0: Oh, it's alive! How do we know she is alive? I hate when people talk during the movie. No wire guys, ever! You're tearing me apart,
1: Lisa! Your stupid minds, stupid, stupid! Relax, it's all in bad taste.
0: I've got a burp and it's, like, hidden deep down and it doesn't want to come up and play. I- you should sing a Disney-style song. It'll come out. Ah, ah, ah,
1: ah.
0: Nope. Good evening, boys and ghouls. Good evening. I think you should all <laughs> see and witness how well I've Good jerry-rigged this mic. Good evening, boys and ghouls. He has
1: jerry-rigged the mic with a, with the microphone box that it came in, the cardboard microphone box that it came in. Can you let me do my intro? I told you minutes ago that I had an intro, and I was like, can you let me just get through it and do it? And you are like, nah, the first thing <laughs> I'm going to do is interrupt you. Indulge yourself. Our first episode back in a month, and the first thing you do is interrupt me. So God, no, it's nice to see nothing's changed since then. Have you more than your son? Go I'm ahead. Good here, I'm good. Here. I'm on out one. Good evening, boys and ghouls. I am the script keeper, and welcome <laughs> to the Bad Taste Buds' Dreadful Delights, episode one. I, Liam, will be your sinister storyteller for the evening as we journey through the annals of the very best of the very don't look at me of the very <laughs> worst in horror cinema. From apocalyptic llamas to killer furniture, all the way to, dare I even speak his name, Uwe Boll. We are serving up deliciously devilish dinner of the dreadfully delightful horror flops we could get our hands on. Each week I'll be joined by one of your favorite buds, from a rotating cast of regular crew to fan favorites. go on for a while, isn't it? <laughs> well, fan favorite guests stars. We are going to spoil you rotten. I'd be lying to myself if I said I was going to keep up that Crip Keeper voice for the entirety of these episodes. Because already, I'm already pretty sick. I've had a week of maybe COVID. Um, My voice is croaky. I think it it sounds kind of sexy. You know episode of Friends where Phoebe gets the sexy singing voice? Oh, yeah. Um, Enjoy it while I'm going to enjoy it because I've got this little gruffness to my voice at the minute. Uh, but that really fucking hurt that made it twice as bad. <laughs> uh, right. Never mind. Halloween's cancelled. Fuck it. We're going to, yeah. That'll, that'll do. It was nice seeing these guys. Nice, nice, nice uh, to hear your voices again. Nice to hear your voice, Ryan. Yep. Yeah, nice to have you back.
0: Nice to be back. You see It's almost
1: as <laughs> if we don't live together. Nice to be back on mic though. Like, sh- shall we bring everyone back into the, the fold? We've had a nice little breather. We've had a nice month off um two of the buds ended up tying the knots as most of you know congratulations hannah and jack we'll probably you. congratulate you on an episode that you're actually on <laughs> as well um but this isn't about them fuck them we're back we're excited this is bad taste buds the resurrection and it wh- what better month to do it than in my favorite month of the uh spooktober oh it's all oh, a scream Hallow scream Hello, scream. Just grab your jack o guys, pre-raiser blade all your candy because we are about to begin the wildest four weeks in Bad Taste Buds history. And it's off to a good start. It's off to a great start, my friend. Uh, welcome to Bad Taste Buds Dreadful Delights. This is our Bad Taste Buds Halloween special Ooh. where we delve deep yet yeah, into the very best of the very things. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> you're here to provide the folio effects for the background. Thank you very much. I'm here to speak. I'm your host, Liam, dressed head to toe in Frank the Bunny costume that I wore for 20 minutes at a house party that one time, uh, which, top tip for you guys, if you're at a house party, don't wear a metric ton of fake fur and a fucking latex <laughs> mask if you want a good time. And joining me, we have my very lovely co host ryan what are you wearing for us ryan i've got a peacock suit on <laughs> and
0: that might become uh
1: that might become relevant and funny uh about in about 10 minutes time relevant might,
0: yes funny funny and, <laughs> uh, and today we're,
1: today we are covering a very uh, little known 80s uh film 86 this thing came out um called hollywood's new bloods and uh, nothing but old blood here unfortunately we are tired uh, and and drains, um, but still happy to be watching some terrible, terrible movies. So Hollywood's new blood,
0: what do you think? Oh, it was nice to see every trope from the eighties horrors just, ever, just, just in one snippet. poured into one movie. Um, yeah, this is an interesting one. We
1: we are doing these these little short episodes where we we're kind of taking you through the very worst horror films. Uh, of all time. That's the plan. Uh, whether or not they're best worst, we will see. Uh, let's think. Hollywood's New Bloods. I love it. the first two minutes. I was laughing
0: consistently. Consistently through.
1: Yeah. I think this one's probably a nice little place to start. You know what else is nice for our, for our audience members? We don't actually have to force you to pay for this. Or anything. So YouTube. if you want to watch it, get yourself on YouTube. Six part episodes, 15 minutes each. Not you're, gonna lie, last two parts <laughs> got away from me a little bit. But no, the first no, first three was solid. No, no, no. This is the thing because it's six parts, okay? And yeah, you're right. By the end, the film starts to drag a little bit. It starts to feel a little bit long in the tooth. And I was thinking, okay, they're 15 minutes a piece. I can do this. Episode five. Part five's done. Feels like it came to a pretty conclusive ending. And then to our fucking elation, to our fucking delight, part <laughs> six is just the credits. Yay. So I felt like we, we cheated time a little bit there. Like we, uh, 15 we, minutes we, of like my that's life the back. biggest win I've had in, in, in a while watching a film. But yeah, it does kind of drag a little bit towards it. Let's do a little bit of history on this. Because before we dive too much into our uh, opinions and our thoughts, let's do a little bit of history uh, on this this little little film. Of if ours. I had
0: yeah. a guess, I would just say this was a uni project.
1: Uh, do you think just a bunch of yeah, a bunch of guys in, in with their one camera going up to a, one of their mates uncle's cabins in the woods and trying their very fucking hardest is that that what you're thinking? Am I wrong? You're not you're not entirely wrong. So this is directed by and I, I use the term directed very loosely there by a guy called James Shyman of. Um, yeah, he's the la- only other film he ever made was a film called Slash Dance. But he became a shy man after releasing this. He would have to. At the way he, he made two films, so he, uh, he either went into into hiding from all the people trying to get at him with pitchforks after sitting through Hollywood's New Blood and Slash Dance, which I'm kind of also curious now. We should have done a double feature with Hollywood's New Blood and Slash Dance, but I also don't wanna. Don't want to kill you too quickly with, uh, with these fucking movies, uh, starring Bobby Johnson, Francis Lepensi and Joe Bologna. I think Joe Bolognese. I'm not sure. Bologna. B-A-O-B-A-L-O-G-H. Kind of looks like Bologna. As wannabe actors lured into a cabin, by to the woods by a sinister director slash university lecturer. Sinister? Um, I mean.
0: He was called sinister. He was a little bit sinister. Was he? I don't fucking know. Um, he wasn't very good at his job, but he was just a drama <laughs> professor. These okay. were drama students, right? Yeah, that that's it. So yeah,
1: it's it in in this movie, several aspiring actors, leading men and starlets, are horribly slashed and skewered, all taking place on location during an acting seminar. That's what I it take
0: umbrage with the word "horribly."
1: I take I take umbrage with the word "acting." seminar. <laughs> <laughs> being held in a log, ca- log cabin in the woods by yeah probably the least appropriate university lecturer ever, just this one forty year old guy
0: and a bunch of teenagers. in a cabin in the woods. There's something really nice about the irony of a acting right. acting teacher <laughs> who can't act. Right, like it, it's almost like as if, if
1: if this thing didn't take itself so monstrously seriously, it could have been a good parody. Like I like think if it just imitating
0: art, imitating art, if it just if it, life.
1: <laughs> if, it, if it just got itself a good scriptwriter who could write comedy, we could have had an early version of scary movie on our hands here. Not that we need any more versions of scary movie. Um, but yeah, they, they look at this cabin, they're in an acting seminar and then the acting becomes all too real. When three brothers, I want (laughs) to say, um, emerge from the woods in search of. This is what I got. Very elderly
0: brothers as well.
1: Well, yeah, they're they're, um, they're in the late forties, probably. I'm not really sure what the situation, the family living situation was before they died. But I think the story goes that the house was struck by lightning and then exploded and killed the mother and the brothers. And then the mother's skull was stolen by one of the actors in this really hilarious scene where they're like, "Go collect something from the woods that makes you want to act better." And like one of the guys finds like an, a, a Native American <laughs> uh, spearheads. One of the girls finds a pine cone, which I wanted. I want, I deliberately wrote down this line because I want to read it verbatim as it was. When she, worth it. She brings this pine cone into this acting seminar and she's like, well, what? right, uh, you tell me about your object. Why did you bring a pine cone in? Pine cones are kind of ugly. I mean, I don't know why I picked it up. They hurt when you step on them with your bare feet. Maybe it's Mother Nature's way of telling us to wear shoes. Wear shoes. So, in case you're wondering of the the, I was afraid of inflection. I think as well. I actually did better than the actress delivering that line. Personally, I think I emoted more than I was <laughs> deliberately trying not to emote. So, if that tells you anything about the movie, you're going to kind of you're sitting down to watch it. That.
0: Her in particular, me. I feel like her stage direction was "You're a typical dumb blonde, act like it," and she took that too literally.
1: Too literally, like that is, you know, yeah, you should base your character around tropes and stereotypes. But as you said before, at the beginning, it's just a bingo card of how many American <laughs> uh, 80s horror
0: tropes can we get into one film, the movie? They had one dumb blonde, one smart blonde, and they were virtually identical. They looked identical. Both like pretty white girls. I didn't think one of them was smart. I don't know where you got
1: smart from. Was she just smart because she wasn't oh, the Oh, it was in wasn't...
0: comparison, yeah. She didn't bring a pine corner show and tell. Yeah. She just fell asleep instead.
1: Was she was the one who was getting sexually assaulted, Five or six times by the main actor because uh, he kept trying to grab her boobs. Which not just, I think it was in this American eighties kind of like, oh, it's just it's Porky's humor. He's grabbing her boobs. Hong Kong funny, funny. But now, like when
0: we're aware that that's really, really, you only think it. he's the main because he was the least worst actor. He was the one trying a little bit. He was not like, the main. little bit. He was, he was not, not the, the main, protagonist. Either, right? So,
1: uh, Hollywood New where do we even fucking begin this one? How about we begin at the fact that there isn't even a Wikipedia for, page for this fucking thing? Really? So there's my entire podcasting career out the window. Like, what am I meant to do? Like, it's like the episode- Oh, of the, we'll have to make our own thoughts and opinions. I feel like it's like the episode of The Simpsons where Lisa steals all the teacher's fucking manuals, and they have <laughs> none of the answers. All the teacher's guides of the textbooks, and they're just like, I wasn't prepared for this moment. Where's my Wikipedia page? I'm going to start with the cameras. You're going to start with the camera. Like the, the, the choice of- like, listen, like, Do it, use the correct terminology. Cinematography- I'm I would class
0: it as cinematography. Are we? (laughs) 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 I deliberately didn't use that word. Go for it. You go for it, man. So what do you think? So all the first-person horror show perspectives were absolutely nauseating. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they were like, oh, try and shuffle like a zombie as you're walking through with the camera. (laughs) that works much better in theory than it does in practice. Yeah. It was nauseatingly yeah. shaky. Yeah. But they did that a few <laughs> times, really one stupid. where they snaked through the grass. Well, it was no, they're, I mean, they're, they're, the,
1: they're the very, uh, the, again, we're talking about stealing from other movies. They use a lot of the Evil Dead shots, the, the camera tied to a plank of wood pulling through the woods. And in Evil Dead, you know, it's, it's, because it had a competent uh, A lot less bumps. <laughs> well, it's a lot less, um, it's a lot more atmospheric. It's a lot more used for in, for purpose and intention. I mean, with Evil Dead, especially, the forest is meant to be alive. The forest is one of the characters. In here, it's just like, I don't know, type camera door piece of wood and
0: drag it. I don't know. Very care. random shots as well. It was just grass, just a tree. Nothing atmospheric about them in particular. They weren't even lit well. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't see shit. You can't see shit throughout this entire thing.
1: It's just blindingly painful to watch and to listen to. We're going to get into the soundtrack soon. (laughs) We should save uh that. I'm going to save that for the end, because the audio, the folio, specifically the folio effects in this, are some of the most hilarious, hilarious pieces of cinema I've ever seen.
0: But some of the sets look like they were literally... 10 foot long back walls. And that was the yep. entire thing that like, you cannot deviate from this space. You can't walk around. Don't make use of the space. Don't be dynamic. Oh, no, this
1: whole film cost about a buck 25. You're right. Like you, they, they're filmed inside cardboard boxes, more or less. Um, the interior shots are all the, you're right. The same wall with a few different pop- props scattered around it. Like the reuse shots, like, Oh, go stand next to the fire again. <laughs> <laughs> Eighth time they've stood next to the fire and had a conversation. Cause you're right. I think they have about three sets and they just use them repeatedly. As far as like my my pretty extensive knowledge of 80s slashes, which I don't know if you know this about me, Ryan. You probably should know this about me. I don't fucking like 80s slashes as a trend. They're like one of my least favorite genres of horror. I'm not sure how you feel about it, but I the eighties. So no, I like, I don't. And this isn't me putting myself out there to be to be just uh completely abused by the <laughs> horror community. I do love 80 slashes. I just think 80 slashes as a whole are very inferior to 70s slashers. Like you talk about films, the, the greats of the genre. You talk about Black Christmas, you talk about Halloween. Mm, yeah. You yeah I just think when we get to the 80s, obviously we have we have Stone Cold classics like Craven who brought us Nightmare on Elm Street, of course. But I also think a lot of what came out of the 80s was trivial and boring and kind of generic to a fault. Like you look at things like Friday the 13th and I'm really sorry Friday stands there are only a handful of half-decent Friday the 13th films, and the first one is not one of them. Jason X, Jason X is superior. Jason is the only one that understands the, the assignment and gets that this is not a good series. Have the most fun with it. Part four is really fun. There are a few really good ones. The first couple are not. It's, it's not a case of a Stone Cold classic. I mean, there's a reason you can, you can tell me who directed Nightmare, and there's a reason you can tell me who directed Halloween. But go on, someone try and tell me who directed Friday the 13th. Pause for dramatic effect. I actually you don't fucking know. can't because it's not because it's not a classic. It's for some reason Jason has survived as a classic, but it's not a classic.
0: So when you put well, on it's more, the, it's more him than the actual movie though, because most people don't even know that the mother yeah, was well, the original. Exactly. Killer. Well
1: exactly. It's it's he's more of an icon than the, the that first movie is a movie I've never revisited because it's just not that interesting. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not going to completely alienate our whole audience by saying that there are no good 80s slashes. Of course there is sleepaway camp. One of our personal favorites. Mm, that was good. Um, absolutely wonderful. Uh, I personally think sleepaway camp is the movie that Friday the 13th should have been. Campus Christmas, and yet still managing to sear the image of, and spoiler alert, Angela's naked man body <laughs> into my skull for an eternity. I'll never forget it. That's going to be the last image on my retinas as I die. And if you know, then you know Sleepaway Camp is a fucking classic. But again, we have Nightmare, we have Child's Play, we have Halloween 2, we have Silent Night, Deadly Night. Hell, this was the era when trauma was at its peak. You have all these. Are like you really trying to cover your back? <laughs> yeah, just just I to make sure. The 80s. Do not fight me. But I do think films like Hollywood New Blood, and I keep wanting to call it Hollywood Undead for some reason. Is that, is that a band or something? I keep calling it Nightmare House. So. Nightmare House. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. I don't want I don't want to fully alienate our audience members. <laughs> I absolutely adore those films with an absolute passion. But with great success, then I guess comes greater ripoff because that kind of brings us nicely into what Hollywood New Blood is. It's a unapologetically dumb rip-off of Friday the 13th, a movie I'm not even that into. No, I'm not really into Friday the 13th either. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Do you want to talk about, I just gave you zero time there to talk about anything to do with <laughs> 80 slashes because I just steamrolled through like I do. I hope you've missed
0: me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to just get back to Hollywood. Do you want to get back to your little tangent. Okay, I am a little rant. We're good. The monsters, the villains. Are we doing it? Okay, the villains. So the villains, yeah,
1: the villains are three brothers uh, who are looking for their mum's skull, I think.
0: Go. No, it's not the mum's skull. Oh, what the fuck is it there? Well, they just shampooed it. No, we put the skull on at the end. You wanted the skull, it was his mum's skull. He didn't put it on. That's how we got killed. Oh. You clearly <laughs> missed the end of this movie. Okay, so the go, protagonist go, go, go. grabs the skull from the fireplace, which they found earlier, and just jams it into his face. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay, cool. But they were after the skull. They were looking for the skull. No, it didn't. Mother's home. The villains were really confusing in what they were. Like, I kept making guesses until we found out that they were just three elderly gents (laughs) that were a bit disheveled. Just the three stooges in uh, homeless makeup. Their house kind of blew up and it kind of feels like they've just been shambling through the forest ever since. Like, they clearly have injuries because one of them can't lift his leg. They are filthy and dirty. Yeah. sometimes they seemed intelligent to the point where they like killed someone in the car and pushed the car away but other times they were just drooling for no reason well, they,
1: this is the main problem I think that we the, why this movie would never be considered anything you could watch as a legitimate horror film is because yeah you're right the villains are like laughably non-threatening the main one looks like I don't fuck I said you have with your you was like who's that really sooty guy you know the fucking kids TV character the, the fucking scarecrow yeah it was Wurzel Gummidge the main bad guy looks like Wurzel fucking Gummidge so if you your no idea of a good time or a frightening time is to get chased through the woods by Wurzel Gummidge. Which you know what? Looking at Wurzel Gummidge, like our audience—that's more
0: <laughs> our, that, Wurzel's worse. Our, our
1: American audience members are just thinking we're having strokes right now. Like I have zero clue what we're talking about. It's this it's British, right? It's this British. Google exists. They know how we use it. It's this all Br- British cartoon character who's like a scarecrow, but he's also no really cartoon. <laughs> no, he's not a cartoon. Yeah, he's live action, which makes him even more horrifying. Uh, but you're right, there's 0 context as to what they're actually there to achieve. I thought they were there to get a skull. But then there's also this other B-plot about them being an ex-film crew who the main guy, the final guy's dad was the director. So they were after the revenge for them dying on this
0: film set. So you're saying lightning, Did I watch right? a different movie? You <laughs> did. I think you're drunk. I don't think I am. I don't like, think I am. No, what happened? The then? film crew decided to blow them up. The dad crew blew The up. dad of the right. protagonist decided Okay, okay that no that makes He was makes in sense. charge of explosives and it was his <laughs> so fault. He just blew up a family. <laughs> yeah. This is a weird he just
1: blew up an entire family because they were weird. Well, that was his entire son, That's how
0: the son described them. They were weird. So really, were, All right. so really, the son's dad is the villain and the monsters are just misunderstood. No, they did kill a bunch of kids for no reason because they found Mother's house. Oh, so it's,
1: it is. It's the Friday the 13th thing. Like, you bullied my kid. Now he has the right to murder everyone kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just going to be Friday the 13th, and that's fine.
0: They were walking around through the forest, making as much noise as possible, hitting every leaf, every twig, every branch. When they got to the house, they were the stealthiest morphos that ever did stealth. Uh, I mean, literally to the point where they
1: were, like, stealing cutlery. Like, one of the other B-plots was them uh, stealing cutlery and food from the fridge and having no one notice at all have it culminate in this in this mad dash scene where they're like well we've got no weapons what are we going to do to defend ourselves I know why don't we sharpen these bones into spears <laughs> it worked they, did it did they use the bone spears did you see oh them? sorry you, you sh-
0: wouldn't know this because clearly you weren't watching well, they, the film <laughs> <laughs> one of the blonde girls because obviously the two blonde girls and the blonde guys oh survived. she jammed it in the edge oh, she, she, she jammed, jammed it on the their space. eyes yeah it was good no I remember that, that was like didn't one bother to retrieve it and then the main villain started strangling the yeah. And they were just stood there for ages watching them just hugging each other. Yeah. Didn't bother to try and help until like last moment jumped I, in. I just feel like I've never seen a movie with so
1: little to really talk about, and yet somehow so staggeringly entertaining for like the majority
0: of the runtime. I've never seen incompetence like it. No, it's been a, it's, it's been, the been a effects, long time. The effects need recognition. In, to- <laughs> so like the first death is a girl gets into a car and they do the classic <sighs> like hands from the back seat round the mouth so she can't scream, but they put no pressure on the mouth <laughs> whatsoever. She like was comfortably she, just sat up, head wasn't even on the headrest. I think she was <laughs> contemplating suicide anyway, because she just gave up immediately. Yeah, she was just immediately go, go for it,
1: guys. This is kind of what I was after anyway. This, this
0: plays all the way through when the guys get stabbed, the one that you think was the protagonist, the no, one yeah, that was I a bit know. creepy. They creepy. went to stab him with the knife, but you saw the knife skirt around yeah. his shirt. Yeah, just uh, whoopsie. Forget about that.
1: Just ignore that. And they, they had look the, at the blood packs. They had
0: the last girl in a noose. Yeah, and like she was like holding like, oh no, I'm stuck in a noose. So what am I gonna do? There was <laughs> about a good foot of wiggle room. Yeah, she, she all she had to do was nod, and it was slipped off her head. She eventually had to try and turn around <laughs> to make it look more like she was being strangled. It was just incompetently just like violent. no
1: one was putting any effort in from I the actors blame to the
0: villains yeah I'm gonna blame the villains mostly for that one he was in charge of holding that rope and unless they were like don't hurt the actors be very careful because they were so delicate in every single well, shot like,
1: just to piggyback on your uh, visual effects ideas because you're right the visual effects the practical effects that make zero effort to even bother making sense but also let's talk about how fully broken so much of the film actually is with like static lines <laughs> pervading most scenes blah, blah, blah. and there was a full on missing scene card that just popped up that like blue and uh oh, and magenta I like it. it it's it's very retro it's very, very retro. 80s but also just unfinished like just not being able to fill in the scenes was clearly they had no money for reshoots <laughs> clearly or this wasn't they were just like giving up at that
0: point like nah, it's done we're no those have anything. to be first takes i refuse to believe but, anything otherwise
1: but again like just just again to piggyback on you're like yeah you're right the genericness of the whole thing i think the word generic is the most easily applied adjective straight away because it's a horror movie the, it's like horror, the movie levels of generic <laughs> 80s synth shadowy grainy shots of men walking through forests, people telling stories around campfires, the phone being out, you know, just every single, it's like you have a bingo, too you know, you have, you have a bingo card, too many shadows, too many shadows. You have like a bingo card of uh, 80s, tropes and you're just dabbing them off one by one as you go, you are right, somewhere in the back of the car just when you get done with like four different (laughs) cliches, another six pop up right after. No breathing room. No fucking breathing room. It's obnoxiously 80s at every turn. Again, this is why I think we need films like this to remind us that the 80s was actually fucking awful. Like for every nightmare, we. I'm glad we kind of have a Hollywood New Dead or whatever it's fucking called. Hollywood Undead. You like the shorts? Shorts? Not even got the word dead in the title, has it? What, what were we saying? The short shorts, you like the short, the eighty short shorts, and the uh, the checkered open shirts. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, you can't really go wrong, can you? Um, the soundtrack. Let's talk about this because I think we need to get to there because as far as as if we're listing levels of incompetency, I'm not sure about you, but where would you? Like, oh, the, the soundtrack so is the least competent thing from of the beginning
0: song. to end so even the end credits it has its own theme song but it's just the same bass riff repeat yeah. and repeat and it's repeat and repeat chords. through the movie they kept using synth key changes like- do, do do do, <laughs> but it was always the same, and Every they would do time. one variation like do 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 do.
1: do. <laughs> Question? It's like it's like someone went to Pirate Bay and typed in 80s synthmp 3 and that was like the first option that popped up, and they just like, well, that'll do. Just just repeat that for ninety minutes.
0: And to compensate that, they put in random animal noises, none of which don't None of these live in the same forest. Fucking don't, don't,
1: okay? Because I'm not. I don't know if I'm entirely ready to talk about this, but if you do, if you if you open this Pandora's box. I'm not sure you'll be able to get him to shut up. I didn't see a single peacock. I don't know about you. <laughs> okay. So just for context, again, we've got the, we've got the horrendous acting. We've got the horrendous score. We've got the horrendous direction. We've got this generic 80s synth pop melody on repeat, which again, that, that track must be about three minutes long because it's the same doo doo-doo-doo, doo doo, do 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 like over and over again. It's like shades of Halloween, <laughs> but it's like just off. It's like Saturday, the 14th level. It's like just not quite right. These, like, ear-shreddingly bad moments of broken audio. Yeah, they keep using these same three fucking animal sounds every fucking two minutes. And I paused it. I paused the movie and turned to you and was like, can you hear, you hear those, right? You hear those those three folio effects that
0: they just use on repeat?" Yeah. We, we had are, the Indian peacock, the classic the, one. The... the, the <coughs> we had crows. <coughs> they were Just in case
1: you don't know what a crow sounds like.
0: I <laughs> the fucking woodpecker.
1: I can't do that without like jacking the audio. I can't tap on the ha, mic. It's yeah, just, just Woody ha, Woodpecker stalking them. that would have made a scarier movie, I would have seen that. that, the scary, thing that Woody man. Woodpecker's laugh, that's always been a little bit sinister. Like he's definitely murdered a few kids <laughs> and hidden them under his floorboards. Just saying.
0: Those three were so consistent. They did throw a couple others in there now and then. I heard an owl once. (laughs) But whether it be day or night, it was the same animals. These peacocks never slept. No, there's just, they must be surrounded. A scarier horror film is the horror film of them
1: being surrounded. Clearly, The Birds is happening in a lot one one, one studio over. Alfred Hitchcock's filming an 80s remake of The Birds one studio lot over. Because you're right, the entire audio is just people screaming and then birds screaming. And by the end, you've just listened to 90
0: minutes of animals and things screaming. screaming. The screaming, two of them end up having sex, not the animals, the people. (laughs) And the rest of them he is screaming from downstairs people. and at first like oh fuck are they getting murdered and they go upstairs and and they're all barging it's like nah they're just fucking and then that she fucking does get murdered scene. and the scream's exactly but the no, same but no
1: just that scene of them because this, yeah, the four who go up one of the blonde girls is so incompetent <laughs> so bad at acting that she misses her cue she runs, stand,
0: she, she runs into the room barges through the door <laughs> everyone else already through completely goes to the
1: wrong mark yeah she's like hopping behind the big tall guy because she's like shit I'm not, I'm not in the right spot I'm not in the right spot but I can't they, the they camera do can't thing, see you me you
0: meet someone in the Corridor, then genius. you both go left, and then you both go right. She like did a hyper version of that. She jumped left to right before she managed to get Honestly, into a spot.
1: that fucking woodpecker and that fucking peacock are the true villains of this film. Villains because they fucking broke my eardrums. But it's just, it's just, it's just mad. It's just mad. It's like just a few of the lines, just a few of the lines just to give you an idea of what this dialogue is like. Memories don't die as easy as people. Implying that memories can die just with a little bit more effort than people. A little bit more effort. Well, if you, you kill the people who have the memories. If you just murder everyone, like me playing <laughs> yeah. Hitman 2, just killing it like fucking murdering people.
0: <laughs> no way to report the crime if everyone's if dead. everyone's
1: <laughs> dead. Just, you know, now, now, that's what I call creative energy is, is one of the ones. Oh, horns. yeah. Ooh. That
0: was little panning <laughs> on his face. That's what I call creative, creative energy. energy.
1: I don't even remember what the context is. There was another one about like, oh, the dishes being dry. It was like, well, now that the dishes are dry, it's time for us to get wet. wet. But it is these these ugly, gross scenes of sexual tension that come out of nowhere. It's like the least porny porn film I've ever seen. Wait, no, hold on. It's like the it's like a <laughs> porn film only with less porn. I've seen porn film. What I'm trying to get at here, guys? <laughs> there's not enough porn. Is there's not enough porn? To describe how porny this movie is with its sex scenes and its sexual—is there anything sexual here? I was oh, like, God, sex- no. No, there's nothing actual sexual here. It's just these over-the-clothes, disgusting innuendo scenes that just end with nothing to show for anything. It's just so bafflingly bad. What you said before—it's like there's a level of incompetency I've not seen since probably Troll Two. You can even look back at the back catalogue of films that we've had for this podcast, Mac and me. You're right. Absolutely atrocious. But you know, at least they could be competent enough to get McDonald's to sponsor them (laughs) or be involved in it. Like there's, there's like a level of competency that this one just completely, it doesn't just miss the line. It's like in a different country to where the line is actually drawn is how badly this film misses.
0: Yeah. There's no direction. Like the actors clearly weren't told what to do. (laughs) All of these were first shots. The props were absolutely abysmal. Yep. Uh, You can do low budget. Well, Yep but this did not do it well. A yacht. I just can't. A yacht? I mean, you didn't know what the movie was about. <laughs> Clearly not. I had no idea what was going on. Because they
1: try and, because it's weird, because like, for, for 60 minutes, they have zero plot. And then in the last 20 minutes, they start adding loads of plot about yeah, the other one actor's father being the guy who killed them and then
0: them wanting revenge. But by this point, my lick, they didn't want revenge. They were just killing him because they were in the mother's house. He used that as a distraction. Right, right, yeah, when get... they were doing the hanging, they were like, right, I'm, I'm the trying... son of the guy who killed your mommy. What Come I'm and get, to get me, at,
1: bitches. What I'm trying to get at is the fact that by this point, my brain was just liquid ooze and I couldn't focus on anything other than that damn peacock. <laughs> like, you could only have a peacock screaming at you. For So long, you should be used to it. We have
0: them here, but I don't want them in horror movies. Like, no, I don't need them in, in horror movies set in California. Like, are peacocks even native? These are Indian peacocks. Like, if you want so them, no. they come in imported.
1: So, no, someone had to import these peacocks and then let them loose into the forests around <laughs> Hollywood is what I'm guessing happened. Apparently. But if you can't tell. I am I am noticeably distressed by talking about this movie. I think, you know what, as far as the first movie on our delicious delights, I think that's what I'm calling it. No, I'm calling it something else, Dreadful Delights. Sorry, sorry, I don't even know the name of my own fucking show. As episode one on Dreadful Delights, I think we've struck gold because this is a stupid, brain-damaging movie that if you know exactly <laughs> what type of movie you want to watch and if it's those movies that you you just don't, Have to have any brain cognitive functions to enjoy. You get it free on YouTube, guys. Go find this fucking
0: thing. Go find them. What are you doing? We posted so much just to discuss things, like write things down. It was so much that was noteworthy. One of the actors we froze on the scene after she said about the pine cones and his face pretty much described it said exactly it what I thought about the
1: movie. It said it all. He just had his head in his hands, just shaking. Uh, I've got some final thoughts. Now, the way I want to do this is exactly like our normal final thoughts, uh, where we just summarise what we thought. Would you watch it? Is it best, worst? Would you recommend it to people? Um, and I want to give it a little cute little arbitrary rating system as well. I don't believe in, in numbers out of 10. Ooh, arbitrary. I like a good arbitrary one. So, uh, let's, if you want, you can go, I can go
0: first or you can go first. What would you rather? I'm thinking got that this. this is fully your best worst. I think yeah, it's man. firmly in there. It is uh, terrible. It is incompetent. It is dumb, it makes very little sense, it is misleading, everything very. is bad, but it was funny at the start, it is funny at the end, and it has given us plenty to talk about. And it's I nice never, and short. I don't, it's nice and short, I don't want to see it again. Um, what I mean, you but differ, my friend. I'm happy to discuss it forever ever. <laughs> You're glad you had the experience, but
1: ne- let's never speak of it again, is what you're let's trying to say. Let's never speak of it again. Okay, okay, cool. So, for me, yeah, I mean, do you want to give it an arbitrary rating? I want you to I, leave this pause in for dramatic effect. Like, I just <laughs> want you to have like, I know you want to cut to the part where you say you're rating, but I think the dramatic pause is really going to help sell
0: horror season for us. I'm going to give it inside drum roll. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Three murder horror
1: out of five. Fucking, you know what? Is this the first time we've ever agreed on a film? <laughs> yes. You just, you went exactly what, you more or less summed up exactly how I feel. Hollywood, uh, New Blurge. Three blood. murder photos <laughs> out of eight Three students. out of eight. Eight students. Eight. Wait, eight. hold on, eight. You didn't say eight. I thought you said five. Did no, you say I, eight? However many drama students were in this movie. You know, when I said arbitrary, I didn't say deliberately confusing. Like, I didn't want you to like... Uh, yeah, cool. Hollywood's new bird is bafflingly incompetent. Somehow managing to be incompetent at every turn, but then also managing to be incompetent at turns you didn't even think a movie could be incompetent at. No, like you know, genuinely pleasant surprises. Like, just the, the concept of peripheral vision was one of my favorite ones. Like, oh having, uh, yeah, living in an Assassin's Creed game. You know what? At, le- at least Tommy was so like watching the room. Yeah, sure. This isn't how he. Yeah, and someone
0: walks into a room and he notices it. Not only do they. Oh have, hi, Mark. Well, I mean, not only do they have
1: peripheral vision in that film, but they have to have like great peripheral vision because they're always playing fucking um, catch <laughs> constantly. But no, the, Hollywood's New Blood, there are characters walking past like villains who don't see the villains and then get murdered by the villains. It's like the concept of having peripheral vision just isn't a, a possibility for these No characters. survival instincts. No survival skills.
0: The villains aren't even threatening, but, they have no strength <laughs> whatsoever. The
1: ability to run directly into someone new is the monster, like... Several times. Several times. three of
0: them, one of them starts running, sees the first one, trips over, runs back the other just way, finds the third, <laughs> second one goes, finds the third one, starts running off again. Instead of going in the fourth direction, which I'm guessing, northeast, south, and west, he just decided <laughs> to repeat himself and run back to the first it's like guy in, to kill
1: him. Again, just to make Simpsons references constantly, the scene in, in, is it Cape Fear? Cape Fear, Where Bart's like running from either side of the boat and there's Crocodiles like, oh, a okay. in front. eels <laughs> at the back. He goes runs back. back to front. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that one. Um, but you know what? It's maddening, but it's also loads of fun. If you're that guy or gal who knows that they like this shit, you will have a great time watching it. It's deliciously good. (laughs) Um, As far as self-loathing bad movie fans would be happy to wallow in this for 90 minutes on a cold October night. I, again, would give it three candied apples out of five. Um, I could I could sit through it again. It's not it's not a classic
0: by any stretch, but I could definitely sit through it again. If my other one was confusing, I'm going to give it three <laughs> letters want. of Hollywood out of nine. So just hall woo <laughs> <A> woo
1: <laughs> a woo. woo. Um, I'm happy with this one. I think we've had a good first entry into our catalogue of delicious delights. I'm still getting that name wrong. I think we've had a good first entry into the catalog. You're going to leave this in, aren't you? Oh my Dreadful god! Yeah, you're
0: clearly high or drunk. Or something's <laughs> not right. I might have to take to a hospital. After I'll this. never tell. <laughs> um,
1: no, it was great, guys. Honestly, get yourself on YouTube, Hollywood's New Dead. Get drunk, get high, have a bit of fun, do whatever makes you feel happy, and uh, and watch this stupid fucking movie next week. For part two of Dreadful Delights, got the name right that time. We will be looking bare at. bare minimum, well done. <laughs> we will be looking at James Wan's new hit Giallo exploitation film, Malignant. It will be me and Ryan again. Um, I'm not going to give anything else away. You've got Malignant next week. Um, and the week after, we are going to keep a surprise because there's nothing better and Halloween than a few tricks.
0: Did you say and at some t- point. Treats. We, <laughs> did you say at some point we're going to be doing Uwe Benoit? Uve Benoit, Benoit balls. balls. <laughs> uh, we
1: are doing some Uve ball. We are doing our main episodes. So obviously we've got these mini episodes for you, but we are still doing some main episodes. And I will tell you, then we got minus the Hands of Fate" coming up for you guys. Oh, uh, I don't really care. I just wanted to make that joke. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> Benoit. I guess that's the end of the episode. You'll find out when you find out. <laughs> You'll find out when you find out. Stop fucking asking. Um, but it was great to be back. It was great to uh, to be back behind the microphone. Yeah, I don't know about you, missed this. Missed it too. And it's great to finally be giving you some content. I know you and guys are thirsty for
0: it. This is going to sound good on audio quality. I fucking hope so. I mean, I can't change
1: my voice, but I can change how <laughs> clear it comes out. Thank you. Right the way, back, back to Crypt Keeper or Script Keeper. I say?
0: Thank you. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> you missed a,
1: you missed a <laughs> chance there. <laughs> I want to suck your dick. Two PG others. friendly. Two the nose. Um, yes, thank you for joining us in d- d- Dreadful Delights. I have been your host. I don't know what this accent is. I'm going to do this again. Denmark <clears throat> Balls. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for first episode of Dreadful Delights. I hope this isn't, like, offensive in any way. Like uh, to whom?
0: Stereotypical <laughs> Transylvanians.
1: <Vampires. laughs> We're going to get the Vampire Defamation League <laughs> on our case after this. Uh, but thank you for joining us for delicious Dreadful Delights. Thank you for joining us on Dreadful Delights, episode one. I want to suck your blood. Thank you, Kate um, Beckinsale, for We'll that see you next week for... Some more spooky delights stay safe everyone stay
0: spooky and sexy and save sexy yourself and sexy and leave while you can before he talks
1: the anymore. episode is over the episode's been over for about five minutes and i just can't can't stop myself from from talking Bye. it's a problem that i have and i'm just going to continue until you the audio editor eventually stops the recording <laughs> and he's just going to keep on struggling